I'm Julie Lamb, a therapist turned life and business coach. In all my years as a therapist and coach, I have seen that true healing and growth comes from understanding your greatest asset, your brain. To manage your life and business, you first have to manage your mind. I'm here to help you figure out what the hell is my brain doing? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Last week when we talked about goals, there was something that I mentioned that I want to go deeper into, and that's the idea of perfectionism. This has really been brought to my attention over all the years that I've been working with people. And I think sometimes people say, well, I don't necessarily struggle with perfectionism, but maybe it's just feeling like I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. And that tends to be the word I hear a lot is I'm not good enough. I'm failing. I just can't meet this expectation. And we blame it on a whole bunch of problems. We blame it on I'm not productive. I'm not motivated. I'm not good enough. You know, not even I'm not good enough, but like, I'm just not like this other person. And I really want to dive into this a little bit more and look at, like again, where our brain is coming from and then some things that might help in this process. A lot of times, perfectionism goes hand in hand with high achievers. And people are going to say, well, why is that? And it's because we tend to have high expectations of ourselves. These expectations are things that we think we should be able to achieve, whether it is the next promotion or whether it's this big client we want to land, whatever it may be, we all feel like we're going to reach this big goal. One of the things that's really interesting is that with that, you also tend to be harder on yourself. And I want to go back for me, I always look at and say, well, where did this come from? When did we decide that I'm not good enough or I have to meet some standard of some sort of what this expectation looks like? And to do this, I want us to look at kind of how we have been basically socialized throughout our whole life. And you think about it, and we are rewarded when we went in sports, for instance, the more you win, the better it is. And so a perfect season, a perfect score, whatever that may look like, then is rewarded as that's the top, that's the best. And because of that, you get this other reward, maybe monetary, or a lot of times if you do really well, you also have a lot of praise that comes from it. And remember, our brain really likes praise. It likes the idea of somebody saying to you, good job, you've done well. And it likes this because, again, it makes us feel like we're included. We're part of something. The other thing is that dopamine hit. It's this idea of, I did good and I am going to keep going. And so every time that you have that reinforced, whether that's you did well on a test and you come home and mom and dad are like, I'm so proud of you. Or even the teacher is like, you did really well. I'm really impressed with this. Or you do really well in some other aspect of your life and you get, again, somebody saying, wow, that's amazing. So good job. And when we have those thoughts and those processes that go, we want to have it more often. Nobody likes to hear how you're such a failure and nobody likes to hear things like, I can't believe you can't. How do you think you can even do that? You're not good enough at that. Those are terrible things to say and to hear. So instead, we love to hear, I'm really proud of you. You did good. The thing is, is that with perfectionism, we're always seeking that external validation. We want somebody else outside of us to acknowledge, wow, you did really good. You are such an amazing person. I I love being around you. And every time we hear that or when we don't hear that, it then messes with our brain. When we hear it, we seek more of it. When we don't hear it, we then get really hard on ourselves. We think that we need to do something better. And then the whole spiral starts over again. A lot of times as high achieving people and perfectionists, we'll go out and we'll set these expectations that are crazy, unrealistic. But when we're in that mode of I can do it, it's not a problem, it's great. We'll set these high expectations and then that's where the problems start to come because these expectations are out there. And then when we feel like we fail, we don't make it, we're not quite there, things need to be improved. I'm not good enough comes in. And when I'm not good enough, that hits against that perfectionism and that creates shame. And when we feel that shame, then we are more likely to be harder on ourselves, go inside, feel like we're just never going to move forward in any direction. 
So when we talk about like where it came from, I think it's also really important to look at, say, whose approval am I always seeking? And I've worked with many clients, even I think all of us as adults will agree that there is sometimes this voice where we're still trying to seek approval of our parents. And our parents may say, you've never had to get my approval. You're great. But there's this internal need for us to please, I guess you could say those authority figures out there. And then that translates to people in our jobs. Oftentimes I see this with managers where they want the approval of those that are the executives or the executives need the board members or whatever it may look like. And so then you go down to just entry level and that person doesn't have sometimes as high as expectations. Don't get me wrong. They just still have the expectations, but doesn't feel like they've got the pressure of these higher experiences. So then what ends up happening is that somebody that feels like they're just really content in what they do, they feel good about things and they don't have those really high expectations. Those with high expectations sometimes will tell them your expectations are not high enough. You're not good enough. You're not moving forward enough. You're not fast enough. And then that thought is I need to meet their approval. It's kind of how that cycle works, even as children, where children are just like happy to be there. And then they hear you need to do better. You need to clean your room more. You need to have better grades. You need to. And so then that thought process continues to spiral within you. So then you're always seeking to be better for somebody else's approval. So there's three things that I really want to look at when it comes to perfectionism, as far as what we can do now. The first one is obviously I want to reframe perfectionism. I need us to look at where the why come from, but look at the values as well. And the values are things like, why do I have those expectations? Why do I have those goals? What do I hope to get out of it? And I always like to think as well, what need am I trying to meet? Or if I have something that's unsatisfied within me, what's coming out there? Notice those thoughts because that is what honestly will lead to where the perfectionism is coming from. Don't be afraid when you're reframing perfectionism to also look at who am I comparing myself to? I have many clients who are comparing themselves to other people in similar aspects of their field, or sometimes they're even comparing themselves to their manager, their boss, their executive, somebody up above them. And when they're doing that, they're always feeling like they're falling short. I should have been better. I should have done more. And when they feel like they're not, then it leads to this idea of maybe I just need to work harder. I need to work longer. I'm just not enough. And then that will lead to burnout, my friends, if we are not able to sit there and say, is that really realistic? Is it realistic for me to compare myself to somebody that has been doing this for a lot longer? I look at that a lot. There are, you know, I've been doing this for almost 20 years and there are other therapists that have more information and more knowledge than I do. And that there are others that don't. And I think the biggest detriment is when I start to compare myself, say, oh, why am I not as far along as X, Y, and Z? Or why am I not where they are? All of us do this. Take a step back and say, well, if I took away that comparison and I just looked at like where I am at, am I moving forward in a way that is aligned with what I want? Am I moving forward in a way that helps? Am I moving forward in a way that truly is the direction I want to go with my life? Sometimes I look at other people and I think, I don't want what they have at all. And they may look at me and say the exact same thing. I don't want what they have at all. And that's okay to be able to say, that's not what I want. I want this instead. It becomes a problem, especially as perfectionists, when we're like, I'm so far behind them. I'm not where they are and I need to move forward and faster. And I want you to notice that that energy, that almost that compulsive energy then creates this unrealistic expectations of suddenly I need to be like that person. So my friends, I want you to really sit there and say, what if my journey is exactly where it needs to be? It's not a problem. And I am moving at the pace that I want to, to give me the life I want. Have those type of thoughts and things to look at. And I promise you, you will then reframe those perfectionism and the expectations because you'll be able to say, I'm not on Susie's journey. I'm on my journey. And this is what I want my journey to look like. 
with that, the second part is to reframe our thinking because a lot of times we have all or nothing thinking. It's either I have to do it all or I'm a complete failure. And a lot of times too, with perfectionists, we look at problems to solve. I've got to fix this area. There's something wrong with me because I'm not as far or fast or wherever I need to fix that. So I want us to go back and we want to reframe the thinking. We want to be able to look at it and say, if my needs are being met, my physical, emotional needs are being met, then what are my goals that I really want? Where do I see myself? What do I hope to achieve? What does that look like? And also be able to look at the gray areas rather than that all or nothing, that black and white thinking, be able to say, if it was possible, there was something different. What would that look like? That really brings up the gray in it. So when you are considering your thoughts of I'm not good enough, ask yourself why and according to whom and where did that come from? And then also say, if I was good enough, what would that look like? That tends to trigger those gray areas. If I was right there, what would that look like? Because the last thing that you really want to look at when you're trying to reframe perfectionism and your thoughts is you have to redefine what success or failure is. Because success, if it's based upon external validation and you're always seeking that external validation, internally, you will always feel like you're behind. You will always feel like you have not achieved those things. So what would it look like if I instead internally validated where I'm at? validated the things that I've overcome, the things that I've accomplished, the things that I have been amazing at, or even the things that I have struggled at and how I've learned from them or what that looks like. I tell all my clients, create a list of all the things that you've ever accomplished. Small, big, it doesn't matter. Start with the first things like I learned how to crawl, I learned how to walk. And some of it feels very mundane. Like everybody knows how to do that. So, well, yes, but it's something you did, something you had to learn. And you can take it as far as you want. And I have my flex and this is a me flex. This means nothing for anybody else. But there are times when I'm like, I I don't know if I can do this hard thing. This is really, really hard. And I have to remind myself, "Um, Julie, you gave birth to three babies without an epidural. I think you'll be fine. Now, this is again, me and how I'm reframing my thoughts to be able to say this is just for me. It's not comparing anybody else. It's to be able to say I can do hard things because I have evidence of doing hard things in the past. So when it comes to this perfectionist and you're thinking, I'm just not good enough, I'm not going to meet it, don't be afraid to look back and say, well, where have I met standards that seemed impossible? Where have I done things that nobody else has done before? Or even where have I done things that I am exceptionally proud of? Where can I celebrate my successes? And at the same time, where can I celebrate my failures and how they have taught me and what I've learned from them? Because that then helps to reframe perfectionism as well, to know that failure is part of it and it's okay to have that. So as you are setting your goals and you're noticing I'm failing, I'm not doing as well, I'm just not good enough, that phrase, I'm not good enough, might I ask you to reframe it? Reframe where these expectations came from. What does that really look like? Look at your thinking. Am I thinking too black and white? What would the gray area look like? And at the same time, what are my successes in the past? What are the things that validate where I'm headed and what that looks like? You are good enough. If I'm the only one that has to say that to you, please let that sink in. You are good enough. This idea of being perfect doesn't exist. And while that is a really hard thing, if you will take a moment to step back and say, where did those thoughts come from? And am I willing to challenge them? Might you move into this next year being willing to challenge these beliefs, these thoughts that have stopped you from moving forward in the life that you want? So my friends, I offer to you, if you're struggling with this, trying to figure out where does this come from? Like, how do I stop moving from perfectionism so that I can get things done or doing away with the idea of I'm not good enough? These are things that will help you. 
but I also invite you to come work with me, working with me in an intimate one-to-one setting where we can truly dive down into those things. Many of my clients have one session. They come away with concrete things that will help them to move forward. And I invite you to do the same. Come work with me and we can gather a plan together that will work for you in helping you to move forward so that perfectionism doesn't hold you back. So the idea of I'm not good enough doesn't hold you back, that you can finally feel like you are moving forward, achieving the things that you want without feeling burnout, without feeling tired, without feeling like you are chasing this unseen thing. This is something I offer for you. Message me. You have ways to leave comments, quotes, anything to that effect on my podcast, but don't be afraid to email me and say, Julie, I'd like to set this up. You can also go to my calendar link, which is also in the show notes. So you can set up this time where we can have a conversation. This conversation, this first one is absolutely free for you. We can talk about where you're at, where you want to go. And then we can also look at then what that looks like to work with me and how I can continue to help you. Make this the year that you put this into action, that you finally move above and you stop feeling like the world is passing you by. You can do this. I believe in you. And it's time that you believe in yourself as well. Until next time, this is Julie Lamb with What the Hell is My Brain Doing? Telling you, you are amazing. You're good enough. You can do hard things. If you love today's show, I would love for you to take a minute and give a five-star rating and a review. Subscribe and share with those that you know would love to learn more about managing their brains. If you're ready to join me, I want to invite you to coach with me where we uncover more about your brain so that you can have the life and business you dream about. Manage your brain is more than just a thought. It is a possibility. Go to www.julielamcoaching.com to learn more. I believe in you, and I hope you believe in you too. You are good enough. You can do hard things. This is how we do it. Stick with it. See you soon. Have a great day.